What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. Breakouts, baby. It begins with quarterbacks and with a special guest who I'll introduce in just a moment. Sleepers, we did that. Bus, we took care of that. It's time for breakouts. Remember, sleepers win you weeks. Breakouts win you leagues. TM. So we're looking for some big-time players that are going to have huge seasons, their best seasons yet in most cases. We got Chris Harris here of Harris Football. He is at Harris Football on Twitter, harrisfootball.com, Harris Fantasy Football Podcast. Very efficient and effective branding. Welcome, Chris Harris of Harris Football. What's up? I feel like it was only just 365 days ago that I was probably questioning what the hell a breakout is on this show. (laughs) Let's do it again. Let's not forget. <laughs> do you remember how you ended your appearance last year? I don't. I do remember giving you hell over Nick Chubb and being correct. Uh, I like, no, I don't think you were correct. Cause he, what did he finish in PPR? He was eighth per game, which is like exactly what he always is, you know? But, um, right. you, you finished off with a song with a, with a musical number. You had a guitar behind On the guitar. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I had guitars behind me cause I was in Massachusetts. I do have a guitar just out of camera. Look at that. Hey, man. Oh, of course. You're always welcome. Yes. You're always welcome. Here we go. <laughs> now in the middle the of the show, it's Harris gonna, duo. <laughs> it's going to fall over and make a really loud noise. Will <laughs> you guys play Kelsey Zone? Yeah, Kelsey Zone. You got it, Dave. <laughs> show All right. me how it's done. So Heath's, uh, Heath and Dave have a, a combined three breakouts and two of them. <laughs> how many times will Azer insult Heath this episode? I, I think it's going to be zero. I, I apologize <laughs> for any uh, animosity this morning. But... Um, <laughs> By, uh, so so the, Does Heath know? It feels like the yeah we we talked we, we talked yeah we, 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 really? we made up you had like yeah. a little heart to heart yeah so anyway forget about the breakout episode I want to hear about this Dave Dave no Dave who I think we should ask the chat everybody vote like who sent the first text and apologized I was <laughs> I busy I was editing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, the two sort of industry breakouts at quarterback are probably Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. And Justin Fields is on Heat's breakout list, and Trevor Lawrence is on Dave's breakout list. And Dave, I'm sure you like Justin Fields as well. Heath, I know yes. you like Trevor Lawrence, maybe not quite as high as, as others. Chris, how do you feel about that? Because we talked offline, and you have maybe a little bit of a, a gripe with the phrasing. 
I mean, I don't have a problem with the ranking. It's fine. It's just didn't they already break out? Uh, like, I guess if you're say if you're saying they're going to finish, you know, QB three, then it would be a breakout. But as far as I mean, this this whole uh, revisionist history with fantasy points per game, I, I need the guy to play. So I'll, I'll just take the total number of fantasy points, please. Uh, I think it was like Fields was. What did we say? Five, five, Fields six, was sixth, and, and Lawrence was seventh Lawrence was in four seven. point per passing touchdown leagues. Pretty similar in six point on a per game basis. Lawrence was more like tenth in four point. I think eleventh in six point, whereas Fields was was closer to fifth or sixth per game. Um, I, okay, yeah. So, but go ahead, Heath. Those are good ranks. That's about where I have them, and so that's why to me, I'm not sure that they qualify as breakouts, but they're certainly breaking out in that they're going to get drafted higher this year than they did last year. The, the only, and I think, like, I get that point, and I think it's, it is, I, I think about that with Tony Pollard, too. Like, I think of Tony Pollard without Zeke, man, he should be a breakout. And I look, and he finished RB7 last year. I don't have yeah. Lawrence as a breakout because I have him ranked the same place that he finished. And Fields is kind of, like, I think I have him ranked exactly at QB5 in six point per passing touchdown leagues, which is a little better than where he finished. He was seven last year. Um, but also... I think last year was kind of a down year for QB scoring. Yeah. I think Justin Fields maybe needs to be 10 to 15% better this year to finish in the same spot. Um, and also, I think there is a potential, if everything clicks with DJ Moore, to where Justin Fields is not QB5 this year. He's QB1 or 2. I see yeah. that. I hear that. Is, it, is now a good time to give my definition on what I think a breakout is. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I just want to piggyback on something Heath said. Like Trevor Lawrence Please. was QB7 last year. He scored 50 fewer fantasy points in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues than QB7 did in <clears throat> 2021, and that was Dak Prescott. So I think it's possible for him to finish his QB7 but have a much more impactful fantasy season just by, you know, if the quarterbacks are better. But go ahead, Dave. So I'm thinking more along the lines of raw numbers and not fantasy numbers, but we can turn it into fantasy numbers because that's what we do with raw numbers in football. Anyway, my definition of a breakout player is a player who's going to have the best or maybe the second best year of his entire career. Okay. Okay. I think Trevor Lawrence is headed toward that. So, uh, Chris, are we maybe just not coming up with a lot of breakouts because there just aren't a lot of breakouts to predict a quarterback. I, that's or, what I think for this position well, anyway. You know? I think you could argue, like there's still one we haven't talked about that I've got on the list at least. That's right. It's, that's Tua. Um, I okay. think like he is the guy who I'm actually ranking to be a lot better than where he finished last year and has that little four or five game sample from last year where everything was going right, where he looked like, oh crap, he's a top three or four quarterback. So I think he might be the guy who is the more traditional ranked well ahead of where he finished last year breakout. And certainly somebody who could have a career best year, seeing how his career best number, he didn't even throw for 3,600 yards last year. And this is playing into Chris's point. He didn't play a full season. Yeah, if he right. played a full season, it would have been well over 4,000 yards. I mean, I, I, have not, I have nine. Touchdowns. Sorry to interrupt, but I have nine. Where do you guys have them? Uh, I've got him 10. Eight. So I think there's our breakout. Yeah, I mean, it well, feels like that's the guy. I, you know, good show guys. All, <laughs> hey, thanks, Chris Harris, HarrisFootball.com, everybody. <laughs> You're relying on uh, the jujitsu, right? You're relying on yeah. him knowing how to fall better. But uh, you know, in a single quarterback league, it's a risk. I think we all probably would be willing to take if we waited at quarterback. Um, that is actually isn't the one that I thought Heath was going to bring up. I thought he's going to bring up Anthony Richardson. 
Oh, that's the other debate that Adam gives me a hard time if I say a rookie because, well, yeah, he's going to be better than he was last year. I do <laughs> want to go just go back, going back to Tua for a second. I was really disappointed when I read today that he's still a white belt. Um, oh, no. Like I, I'm, I'm not sure Drop he's actually in the rankings. <laughs> Good enough. He's, he's 14. That's great, man. Um, well, so we'll spend some time on, on Tua, but how about this for Fields and Lawrence? Do they enter a different tier? I mean, are they six and seven ish in the rankings, but but uh, you know, pretty distant from Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, whoever might be in front of them. Or Chris, do you think they step up in tier and now they're you're pretty much even with some of the guys who are ranked ahead of them, rather than you know being clearly behind? I have them pretty far behind those guys. Uh, if, like in combined ranks, there's a, there's a jump down. Uh, so I guess I'm saying no. There, you know, they're just there's. Uh, fields a little bit of a reliability question. The reason that I have to make my case for Fields on a per game basis is because we worry that he gets hurt, right? And then Lawrence hasn't done it yet, even though you know I, I just can't consider him at the same level as like a former MVP and Joe Burrow. But you know, I think if you were going to rank them that way, that would be a fair representation of a breakout. Okay, Dave Heath, what are your thoughts on that? Do Fields and Lawrence? enter that tier of maybe they're not Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, but they're not far behind. I've got them both in my second tier. But Fields is toward the top of the tier. Lawrence is bringing up the rear of the tier. Like and I think, that, uh, I think there's a two-round difference between them. I could see Justin Fields going in round four, and I'd be okay with that. And I think Trevor Lawrence is probably a little bit better in round six, but when the season's over... Yeah, Justin Fields might be right around 26 or 27 fantasy points per game. It's really good. It's close to where he was in his last 11 games. But I think that Trevor Lawrence will be like 24, 24 and a half on a per game basis. I, I would say, and, and Dave kind of hinted at it when he said one of them's at the top of that tier, one of them's at the bottom. Like, do they jump to the next tier? Seems to me much more likely for Justin Fields than Trevor Lawrence because like, DJ Moore could make quarterback easy enough for Justin Fields. I mean, you moved Arnell Mooney, the wide receiver two. Chase Claypool is now, whatever you think of him, a pretty solid wide receiver three. And maybe there's enough open guys and enough guys doing stuff after the catch that his passing numbers are like Lamar 2019. He throws for 3,100 yards and ranks 25th in the league or something, but still runs for 1,000 yards. Mm -hmm. And then he's there. Yeah. I, I really don't see Tua or Trevor jumping into that, that top tier. How do you guys rank Fields versus Lamar Jackson? Lamar I have Fields higher. I have Lamar higher. All right, two Lamars and Fields. How do you rank yeah. Fields versus Justin Herbert? I have Fields ahead of Herbert. Same. I have Fields ahead of Herbert and Burrow. And that's in six point. Both. Um, yep. Okay. Um, I want to. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll. We only got about twenty minute episodes for all these positions. So we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers, who's tenth in the rankings for Chris. Um, also, I'll ask you a little bit about Deshaun Watson. You have 12th, you have Tua, you have Rodgers, you have Prescott ahead of Deshaun. And then we'll discuss Anthony Richardson, who, whether he's a sleeper, he's a breakout, whatever, or maybe some people would say he's a bust. Uh, we'll talk about him. We've got a lot to tell you about. Tinyurl.com slash FFT donate. That's where you can find all the things you can bid on as part of our draftathon. It all benefits St. Jude. You can come on our show. You can join the podcast Leftovers League. That's going to be available on Thursday on that at that URL I said, tinyurl.com slash FFT. 
FFT Donate. Also, check out CBS Sports Network. It's a really great network if you're just a sports fan, but we're going to have three shows on that network. Uh, Monday the 28th, Tuesday the 29th, and then Friday, I don't know how many days there are in August, so that Friday. It's the first. Okay, the first. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's a busy week for us. That's also Draftathon week. That Draftathon is Wednesday on YouTube uh, from 4 to 10 p.m. But uh, CBS Sports Network will be on there. I'll tell you more about that as we get closer. We'll be right back after a super quick break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, super quick break is over. So for Chris, his quarterback rankings, which are for four point per passing touchdown leagues, right? Correct. Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, Burrow, Jackson, Fields, Herbert, Lawrence, Tua, Aaron Rodgers, and then Dak Prescott, and then Deshaun Watson. Let's talk about that little trio there. Aaron Rodgers. I'm calling him a breakout. You got you have him tenth. <laughs> uh, Roger, <laughs> Rodgers. By Dave's Prescott, definition, Deshaun. I mean he's definitely going to have the best year of his career. There's no mm. question. Wow, Jets. I'll, tell, I'll put my Jets Super Bowl ticket in. Yeah, that you're you're certainly higher on him than ADP. Uh, what do you like about Rodgers? Uh. It probably just comes down to whether you think he has like one sort of FU season in him to the Packers. Uh, and I kind of tend to think that he does. I, I've traditionally, his two most recent MVP years, the back to back ones, I was, you know, the market was low, I was high. It served me very well. I don't, I don't feel like the fundamentals are really any different. I, I didn't see on film like diminished arm strength or diminished physical skills, diminished mobility, particularly. I mean, he's 39. So, it could be coming, but I didn't really see it. I saw a dude who was super frustrated with his receiving core and kind of gave up for the first half of the year and then started to figure it out and got his head right and whatever. I never want to figure out what's going on inside any player's head, let alone Aaron Rodgers' head, but played a lot, lot better until week 18, and then he played quite badly to miss the playoffs against the Lions. Uh, it strikes me that physically he still has the want to and Garrett Wilson makes up for a lot of sins and if I'm waiting 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 on quarterback uh, I feel like of the players that are in that neighborhood Rodgers to me is the one that could accidentally fall into 30 touchdowns he's only going to throw four picks and then you know I get the 4000 yard season and and I'm you know I've I've done what I could have gotten at QB4 or whatever Deshaun Watson. Heath, you also have Watson 12th. So you and Chris have Deshaun Watson 12th and Prescott 11th. Dave, you're higher on Watson. You have him 9th. Why don't you start on Watson? I think he's more comfortable in what they're doing in Cleveland. And I think the Browns are going to throw more than they 
ever have under Kevin Stefanski. You look at the receiving core, and Cooper's pretty good. David Njoku is not bad. Elijah Moore was added. Cedric Tillman was added. And I think they're going to throw a little bit to the running backs, Nick Chubb and Jerome Ford. Not to a crazy degree, but enough to where I think Deshaun Watson will be able to put up good numbers, and I think his accuracy will be a hell of a lot better than it was last year. And he's going to run a little bit more. And that is something everybody saw it in the preseason game. But you also saw late last season where his averages last year rushing weren't that far off in terms of rushes per game, about five or six per game, not far off from where he was in Houston. That's just the nature of who he is, and that'll help provide an even stronger floor for him in fantasy. So I I don't look at him as the type of quarterback that's going to get, what what did I say for Trevor Lawrence, like 24 and a half fantasy points per game? I don't know why I didn't just say 25, but what the hell. I think that Deshaun's probably going to be somewhere in between 22 and 25. So a little step down from Trevor Lawrence, but somebody who I think is still going to have a a nice bounce-back year for him. And there's always the upside that he goes back to being a top-six quarterback. It's not something that I would bet on, but I think that he's got it in him if things just break right. Maybe the Browns' defense isn't as good as I think it's going to be, and he's got to chase points more often. That that could help Deshaun Watson put up much better numbers. Uh, Heath, you wanted to jump in there? Yeah, I... I the only thing I, I I don't know like I have a hard time putting him in that mid range of twenty two to twenty five I I've got Deshaun Watson at twelve because I feel like he's either himself again and he's a top six quarterback or we're dropping him week three and I don't have any clue based on the evidence that I have which one it's going to be and mm-hmm. so I, I just like I think I think I might bet on the over and the under of twenty two to twenty five <laughs> fantasy points <laughs> per game. Um, I don't feel very good about the middle. Um, the receiving course fine. I, I don't know. I, like, I don't, I, he probably runs about as much as he did in the past. Stefanski's you're hoping that he, Stefanski throws more, but I don't think Stefanski throws enough to where he's like over pass heavy. No, well, define pass heavy for us. More than league median 565 plus passes. I think he'll be just below that, but right, Chris? I think could be right around that. Chris, you have Watson 12th. Yeah, to me, the larger point is there has to be in your factor here. There has to be, like he said, some X percent chance that this guy just can't play anymore because there's no explanation for last year. I, I, Russ doesn't begin to uh, – the film is so bad. Yeah, he, he looked like Tyrod Taylor. He looked so bad. Sorry, Tyrod. <laughs> but, like, he didn't look like a starter. Yeah. And I don't think – I'm ranking him 12th, so I don't think he's that, but – What's the X percent chance? And doesn't the like if you're going to f- factor in all the expected values and their percentage chances and come together, like there has to be some demerit there. It just feels like something I'm completely willing to miss on, especially because if I'm making a bet, who's going to finish? Like who's got the best chance in the group between like Rogers, Dak, Watson? Who's got the best chance to have have like the the skyrocket season that you know puts you in the top five at quarterback? I really do think it's Rogers. Okay. Uh, then we got to finish with Anthony Richardson here because you, uh, Chris, you have Anthony Richardson in four point per passing touchdown leagues, 16th, and Dave and Heath in six point per passing touchdown leagues have Anthony Richardson nine, uh, 11th for Dave and 9th for Heath. Jamie also has him 9th, so that would make him 10th in our consensus rankings. So, what um, math, yeah, but you know, <laughs> we have, and, and Heath was the first to say this on the air, laid out a good point of, well, why not draft him? earlier than his, than where you rank him 
So you get the upside if you think it's there. And then you can easily draft Rodgers or Geno or Cousins or even maybe even Tua or something a little bit later. Um, give me your philosophy and your thoughts on Richardson. Sure, it's fair. I mean, what Justin Fields finished, what did we say, QB 6 or 7 or something with 2,200 passing yards last year? It's a low bar as long as he runs. I, again, I'm factoring in some X percent chance that he absolutely isn't ready to play in the NFL. Despite all the fluff, there is some X percent chance given what he's been in college and given that like he had a ridiculously bad completion percentage, it would be basically be unprecedented for him to be good in the pros with that level of collegiate completion percentage. Uh, I'm not predicting failure for him. And I understand Heath's point in a league where it's not hard to get quarterbacks, uh, where you can get where you can take two or you can find solutions in the waiver wire or trade them. Certainly, I understand that logic that goes, yeah, you know, ranks shouldn't really be a predicted order of finish. It should be the order in which you take them. If you want to take risk, I get Heath's point to, or and Dave's point to take them higher. Uh, I just, I kind of feel like we're going to be cutting them in week four, not not because of any personal knowledge. I don't think any of us has knowledge. We're, you know, all we see is preseason, you know, stuff where it's, it doesn't feel real to me. Uh, we're only going to know when we see it. And my spidey sense is tinkling that maybe we're going to see bad stuff at first. And and I might be giving Shane Steichen too much credit, um, but just like for him to have been with Justin Herbert in that type of offense, and then Hurts. gone to Philadelphia, Jane, Jane and been a oh what Her, Her, oh my man, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, with yeah. Herbert before he with was with Herbert Hurts. first, right? Bad, and then yeah. go to Philadelphia after that, like an extremely high pass volume situation, and see Jalen Hurts and be a part of putting that offense together, and then to be the coach of the team that drafts the literal greatest athlete who's ever tested at the NFL combine at quarterback. I just assume he's going to run 10 times a game. I can't imagine they would do anything else. And if he runs 10 times a game, he can be like you said, Chris, a terrible passer and have terrible passing stats and still be really good for fantasy football. They sent Jonathan Taylor home today. He might be running 15 times a game. They already have the running back. They already, he's playing quarterback. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave this episode with it, with a gift. Uh, and <laughs> This is something that technically Heath and I did, but I take full responsibility for. After the first five weeks of the season, let's see, October 12th, I don't even know, Justin Fields had scored 17, 9, 5, 10, and 19 fantasy points in five games. He had three touchdown passes. He had one rushing touchdown. Um, I was going to make a point about being patient, with Anthony Richardson, because you said you'd drop him week four. I, in a super flex league, 10 teams last year, I dropped Justin Fields. And I just looked to see who I dropped it for, because this will be like me dropping Justin Jefferson. If it's Peyton Barber, I'm going to Peyton Barber, please. It was <laughs> please, Peyton Barber. It was Andy Dalton. I dropped Justin Fields oh. for Andy Dalton last year. I just found the text. Can I drop Justin Fields for Dalton from you? <laughs> and what you said yes. <laughs> I didn't respond. <laughs> no, You're complicit. History, You're complicit. History does not record the response. No, I responded um L O L I D C. Complicit. All right. Lessons learned. Chris Harris, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate it, man. You got it. Can I give my field story from last year? My impatient yeah. field story? Oh, I yes, mean, it worked please. out okay because it's a dynasty league, but I traded fields in it and I got McCaffrey on a contract where I get him for two more years. But the person who got fields has him for basically his whole career if he wants him. There and I, I did it right at that moment, right at the moment before he started bet. If I had to, if I do it again, 
mean, I won the league, so McCaffrey helped, but I, I don't think that's how you'd value them now. No, <laughs> no. I don't think so. My story is someone dropped him uh, in this Kings Classic League that I'm in with a bunch of industry peeps. And uh, I picked him up. I had Josh Allen. I had no reason to pick him up. I just did. And then Allen hurt himself. I went to Justin Fields for the rest of the year, won the league. There you go. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Remember to check out Chris at Harris Football and HarrisFootball.com. And we have got breakout running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends later tonight. Uh, Running backs will be at 8.30 p.m. Eastern if you're watching live on on YouTube. So we'll see you then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.